0: Live with ESP 019. I think we're on 019. I'm so bad at keeping track of these podcasts. We're getting to the point where we have so many now. So welcome. I know 19's not a lot to keep track of, but I have one that didn't come out that's kind of retroactively being released, and then I have two that are still pending. So <laughs> how about just ESP with Daniel Vincent? So welcome to the show for the first time ever. Daniel Vincent.
1: Thank you. It's nice to be here.
0: Yes, Daniel is proudly representing the gay community, which is an underrepresented faction that we've had on this podcast. We've had just about everything aside from a representative from the cis male gay
1: community. So welcome. Thank you. It's uh, it's nice to be here. I'm very excited to do this podcast. Um, and yeah, let's get to it.
0: Okay, so tell me about your, your pride story. Tell me a little bit about your coming out story. Let's start there. Okay. Just because I feel like you know, we might, hopefully we have, uh, we have some listeners that are LGBTQIA plus everything because I'm trying to represent every section of both pride and the trans flag.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's very important, Aaron. Um, I appreciate that.
0: Said very, that was a very news anchor review. Yes, that's very important, Aaron. Thank you for that segue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back so to you, Daniel.
1: About my coming out story. So it really started when I was about nine. I, um, Figured out that I was a little different, um, and then it really wasn't. T- we all, mm-hmm. and it really wasn't until I was about sixteen that I really uh, kind of understood that. Hey, you know, okay. look, this is who I am. And sounds
0: about right. That kind of adolescent age, where a lot of people, I think, figure out that. Oh God, there's something not, not in terribly, uh, uh, not terribly conventional. Right. Say that. I, I mean, you know, because I you... don't like to use the word normal. Say right. conventional.
1: It, it's very different because you know when you're so it, when you're in high school you make friends like who says what's normal and what's different sorry i had to say I weird gave, to ahead. be normal and yes. normal to be weird right exactly <laughs> so so basically 16 years old yes okay so i'm 16 and um i fell in love with somebody for the first time um oh he was from grafton i'm from milford so oh,
0: high school crushes are the best
1: yes um good stories I mean, it was really one of those things where, at the end, it, it didn't work out. But, I mean, you know, it was a learning experience. And for me, it was a really, I think, evolving – it was more It was more me evolving as a person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that was my first boyfriend, though. Oh, okay. But my first experience was when I was actually 15. I met somebody who went to Blackstone Valley Tech um, up in near Upton. So, okay. and he, I don't know if I know anyone from Blackstone Valley. Oh, that's okay. This, the school itself. So you're from that area, right? Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm from the central part of Mass. So it's around, okay. it's around that area. Uh, are there a lot of Blackstones up there? <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of pink granite where I'm from. So. Okay. Um, I, don't really, is, I don't really know what pink, is it just granite that's pink? Basically. Oh, and it's okay. worth a lot of money, believe it or not. Okay. So um, yeah, uh, 15 years old and, you know, I'm meeting somebody, uh, I'm meeting him. Um, his name was Angel. Now okay. he, we both experimented That's a good I, name. That's very um rent. Yes. Yes. Very very rent of your situation. Aww. Yeah, yeah. I mean for me it's very much like I, I've always sort of I've always known I was gay. I've always known not always, but I've always known that, you know, I'm, I'm attracted to um cis gay men. Um and I appreciate my um I, I appreciate all the lesbians out there that I'm friends with and Really trying to advocate for them as well. Um, well, I think I think with the way that that pride is is structured
0: now, mm-hmm. lesbian and gay are the same thing, right? So they're, well, not the not the same not the, thing. But they're not obviously
1: because of you know difference. They're in gender, essentially I mean, the same. As, the words are
0: interchangeable. Right. How about that? There yeah, we go. We'll the words are way. interchangeable. I mean, either or. I still I, wait. No, that <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Gay is interchangeable. Gay or, or a woman that looks at another woman. Gay or lesbian. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I mean by interchangeable. But. I think if you as a gay man said that you were lesbian, I think that would cause some confusion. Yeah, that would cause some confusion. Yeah, so the words are not entirely interchangeable. The word gay is interchangeable. The word lesbian, I feel, is not. No. But for, it's, it's easy for me because I can just say pan and call it a day. Right. Or heteroflexible. I think some people might call me heteroflexible, although I think I'm way more pan because I, I'm kink-friendly, trans men, trans women. I don't discriminate. I would technically theoretically be interested in any or all of the above yeah. i mean my, my boyfriend now is cis is a, a cis male so i think a lot of people might say oh you're just a flexible but i mean i know i feel very strongly that i'm pan so
1: and that's good it's i mean i dated women for mostly my whole life happily and then i just said oh it's time to start dating men and how much happier are you now i'm well
0: i mean with my boyfriend right now i'm pretty pretty damn happy which I mean, is' he's pretty amazing but mm-hmm. I think the, the important thing was that I could be happy with any you know any individual
1: really but he just has something he just happened to be what he just happened to be a cis you know? male yeah right, he
0: just happened to be a cis male and the I th- person I fell in love with
1: and I think too that it doesn't necessarily have to deal with like you know who someone is in terms of like their gender or, or it's more along the chemistry of like who they are as a person right you know, their personality is what matters. You fall in love with the person. Right. Being
0: pan just means that that person could be basically anybody. Right. You know, because they could I be mean, in the furries. I think that technically falls under king friendly. <coughs> That's not really my thing, but
1: hey, you know, different different strokes for different folks. Oh yeah. Know? So, um, but back to sexy drain eye artwork. Yeah, oh my god. When you're like up until three in the morning drawing like smut because yeah. <laughs> literally you just don't understand what's going on in your life. Do you have just, a like, uh, Do you have a smut sketchbook? um so i actually kind of do and it's oh, okay we, i guess for me it's a little odd because like i've never actually like drawn like yaoi and stuff i've never drawn like Yuri either yaoi um for those of you who don't know yaoi's not really a term that we use anymore in the anime community we it's not we See, now i didn't know that we now say um shonen eye or shonen eye sh- or um you don't
0: mind that i keep Gently br- tapping my leg against yours, do I? I oh, it's I just don't the care. natural rocking of the chair. Honey, we're friends. Not not it's playing okay. pussy
1: with you under the table. I promise. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, Josh wouldn't like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: well, but but you're not into trans
0: women. That was one of the that was one of the first things that we talked about.
1: Oh my gosh, that was one of the first things we talked Which about. Which makes
0: sense because you're just you're just a gay man. You're a cis gay man. You like other men. But that being said, is bear an appropriate term to use on the air? Or is that is that strictly is that strictly a sexual term?
1: So I find that to be a term where um, it's okay if you're older because bears are bears are typically like older men who are like between like forty and fifty. Okay. It, it can it can kind of range from like thirty to thirty-five. But the thing is, is I don't tend to use these different terminologies. So I still feel like it's still segregating um, gay people in general, like oh, yeah. gay men. So like for me. If that I met sense. somebody, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, you know, you're a twink." I'd be like, "Oh, you know, you seem like okay. somebody who I who I would like to genuinely." Which makes know. a lot more sense. So, I actually, I'm curious hopping as in a time machine. Yes, I'm curious as to how yeah. imaginary time machine um, how it was like for you during high school when you were going when you when you were figuring out things, or if you had had already figured oh, out. Oh, I was so far deep in the closet. I was it was it was like a Mariah Carey sized walk-in closet. <laughs> But like how, That's that, how deep in there I was. How did that? How did that? Um, how did that go? I should say. Like let me let me put it to you in a better uh, form. So like what did you do? What were your actions throughout that time? So like from by the time you were like fourteen up until about you know eighteen. So like between between there like did you not know yet? Did you already know that you were trans? Mm-hmm. Like what was that um, situation like for you?
0: So I think traditionally, people, I didn't know. That, and I just had this. I just had this discussion with someone else recently. I didn't know that being trans was a thing. Right. I okay. I, I, I didn't know that 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 was something that that you you could do. I, I thought that in high school and like I said, for most of my adult life as well, I didn't know that anyone could be trans. I thought that it was just trans. I thought it was just people that were assigned male at birth mm-hmm. that were doomed to a life of secret cross dressing. Kind of like how that's babe- what mm-hmm. I thought it was because i i always had shoes clothes mm-hmm. makeup wigs everything i just you know skirts i uh, you know and i did a lot of purging mm-hmm. and it was really sad because i had so many great heels Queen, I
1: mean, <laughs> so many
0: pairs of great heels over the years i just i purged because i was nervous that someone was going to find me out someone was going to dox me or, or or out me
1: oh okay and, and had and it
0: had come up in, in some conversations with with people that I dated over the years very casually Mm -hmm. and on different levels. And Mm -hmm. it was just, um, and then I, I actually, I started to be exposed, um, to the only reason that that I started noticing. And this is, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I want to make it very, very clear right now, but I do not shame sex workers.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I I do not think it's okay to, to shame sex workers. And I think that, as a feminist, women should be able to pursue whatever financial means they need to pursue. It's one so, of the oldest professions. So, so that being said, that being said, I first—the only reason that I ever knew that trans people existed, existed was because I found a couple of trans women who are now very famous in the adult community, mm-hmm. who were at that time independent cam girls
1: mm-hmm.
0: on some of the on some uh, popular adult websites. Mm-hmm. The individual that opened my eyes to, I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm like doing some, I'm doing some weird <laughs> queer Jesus thing. Air, queer, aerobics. Queer, tre- yeah. So, <laughs> Natalie Mars. Mm-hmm. Do you know Natalie
1: Mars? I believe you Adult and I. Adult
0: film. So I, th- I, 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 think, I think, yeah, in the, in the hotel this. room we are talking about, we
1: were talking about. Uh, we were talking about really attractive really popular oh, not even in the hotel women. room we we're also in um i believe we we're in what it was for, market basket for the, yeah and we were sitting talking about the, adult films adult film stars at, at market basket we were making fun about how we were sitting at the lunch table that no one wants to sit at during oh yeah talking <laughs> in about Mel school talking about smut <laughs> talking about smut but also you know talking about how you know this this person right. was being shamed for her views and i think that you know there should be no shaming for views. I think, if anything, you know, try to understand where it is that that person's coming from instead of, um, you know, inadvertently backlashing them because that's not fair. Um, right. Well, the the whole the whole point of that whole story up to this point was that
0: I Natalie Mars had these independent camgirl videos, mm-hmm. and some of them were some of them were kink friendly, some of them were kind of just traditional camgirl stuff, and I was like, w- w- because she looked like a cis woman and I'm pretty sure that she's someone that had been transitioning mm-hmm. since high school and, and you would have never have known and that this was about 2005 2006 when I had first had my experience with the gay community mm-hmm. and then there would be a, an occasional older woman from the trans community that might pop in every once in a while and say mm-hmm. hello but then they would go off in, into that community that I mentioned and kind of have their own events this went on for for, for several several years if not several decades right. um through the the late 80s 90s I think it really gained steam and then the the OOS to O10 was when the you know Facebook started getting involved and everything like that. But mm-hmm. um, gr- amazing people, by the way, it's an amazing community. They've been there, done that. But anyway, that's beside the point. Segwaying back to what I was just saying, I was kind of I, I had to hold the presses because I didn't really know that I didn't really quite know what was going going on because I had never been exposed to that before. I always thought that again,
1: mm-hmm.
0: gender dysphoria was just that I was just basically going to be screwed for the rest of my life to to struggle with just with what I know now is gender dysphoria but I did, didn't know what it was at the time and just kind of have this this secret and then I saw someone being so public and through other links and, and other research not on adult websites I was able to find that I think in Ophi in like the the early OO's I think a lot of trans women were cam girls, and it, because that was, I think, I think trans women who had fully transitioned or who had started transitioning publicly. It, I mean, in two thousand five, it was basically unthinkable that a trans person, I think, would 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 have like a full time or part time job, right? Mm-hmm. That you would see out at like the mall or something like you might now. Mm-hmm. So I think, unfortunately, I think a lot of trans women, um, a lot of younger trans women from our generation that discovered this very early, um, or from my generation at least, because I'm I'm, I'm thirty two um were unfortunately forced into you know into basically just being able to do to be a cam girl for money mm-hmm. and there was this huge influx of trans women as the years went on to the adult film industry and for the independent uh, the, the cam girl industry and it sort of took off and as I got older like and I was exposed to it more and more, I started to kind of re- like realize and understand that Oh my God! There's this huge community of trans women, um, and you they're know, everywhere. And then that extended mm-hmm. to like blogs, to Tumblr, to just as the internet grew, I, I was starting to to discover more places where these these trans women existed. And then we started seeing trans women and trans forums and support groups pop up that were not, you know, just uh, what is cross dressing. And it was it, they would start talking about what it means to be trans. Right. And I was like, Oh my God! But I still didn't quite understand it fully because i think that even at that time this you know and then we fast forward to like 2014 Mm -hmm. okay 2014 2015 i think even then trans issues were still sort of not at the forefront they were just starting to come to the forefront right and that was when i started at bridgewater state university i transferred from bridgewater state university from here where we are now from Bristol community college Mm -hmm. and bridgewater state university has a pride center it's one of the only if not the only pride center in the state i think there might be another one but pride center is a government funded center for lgbtqia individuals and the entire campus was plastered plastered with these amazing posters that i will never forget for as long as i live and they were, like, these really – they were, like, these – almost, like, the, these inspirational, like, World War II-style propaganda posters. But it was awesome because it was – they were from the LGBTQIA Pride Center. Mm-hmm. And there was one, and it was – it was the Pride flag, and it said BSU Pride Center. And then, it like, big bold print. It was, like uh, – and they had, they had all different ones. Like, like, there was one that would say, for gay, for lesbian, for queer. And then there would be another one that would say, for trans, for questioning, for ace. Uh, and then at the very end of it all it would say pride center here for you and they were plastered literally you could not turn a corner without seeing these huge huge posters and Mm -hmm. i was like oh my god so i started to do more and more and more and more independent research on different forums and everything and i think at that time it's unfortunate i think you know the internet was still saturated with cross dressing reading material yeah and i think being trans was still trying to push itself to the forefront of being like no gender dysphoria is real right so i eventually just kind of learned more on my own and tumblr actually helped me quite a bit Mm -hmm. i think tumblr really educated me on more than any textbook or forum could ever do Mm -hmm. and then i realized i was like oh my god it it's gender dysphoria and i'm trans See ya, and I just took <laughs> off. Literally, no, like, like, like the second that, I, that yes. I
1: learned to fit, like that, that I put all the puzzle pieces together, mm-hmm. I was like, peace. That's wonderful. I'm out. It's a good see. It's uh, it, that's the thing that I feel that both your like both I was out that closet so fast. I feel like this is something that both trans and gay people are missing. Is that you know we're still so we're still dealing with a lot of um, um gay people. Trans people who are still not being accepted, like, accepted for who they are. And, you know, and I think for us, we're fortunate because we felt good about ourselves realizing what we what we know. You know, mm-hmm. like, when I came out of the closet, when you came out as trans, like, that was a really good feeling that was a sense. It's a, It was us feeling good about ourselves because it was the truth. It was our truth. And I like that. And so. Who, our identities are our truths. So I just want to
0: Confucius style wisdom right there. I like that.
1: Um, just to throw in a little bit of philosophy in here. Okay. Um, Ooh, okay. So for Contra all points of, would be proud. So for all of you, um, for all the gay people, and of mm-hmm. course for all the trans people as well, um, being that's someone the whole flag. So being someone who is who is openly gay, um, who had a family who was very accepting. Um, well, that's good. And a little bit of an issue with my dad, but that's a whole different story. Um, sounds like my experience. Overall, I was ex- I was raised in a hetero household. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up Catholic, but I'm spiritual because I do not necessarily believe that all religions or all spirituality is different nor the same. So it's a little bit of an oxymoron, but okay. I'll explain why. So,
0: Kind of sounds like Unitarian Universalist, which is kind of more towards how I
1: lean. Yes. But I also practice... Kind of alternative methods of Wiccan, so and that and you know what and I was okay with that at one point in my spiritual. life too. I, I you know I looked at it as you know what people who are Wiccan they believe in the earth they you know look into nature and things of that sort and that's kind of what I did. I burn a lot of sage. I have a lot of crystals. I read a lot of books. Yeah, I have a crystal. Just on right now, crystal. my my crystal I have of choice right now is opal because this is supposed to help cleanse me. I saw. So okay. um, I, this was actually given to a friend of mine who. Rekindled the fire of our friendship with me, and I couldn't be happier with her because um, she was going through a period of her life where she felt she was non-binary, um, but now she um,
0: Use, and she's using feminine pronouns. Yes, so okay. she's
1: now using she, um, she and her, mm-hmm. whereas before it was just they and them. Um, okay. Now uh, to br- go back to to kind of reiterate and go back um, into what I was saying. So I actually. Accepted more of myself as a being a gay man because of my spirituality. So a lot of me. Okay. I, so a lot of what I believe. I think that's unconventional, but interesting. So. Yes. A lot of what I believe is that um, we are given a truth in life, and we are given a path. Okay. Oh, that, this is what you meant by the truth. Yes. Okay. So, um, and that's right. Walk the path. We can choose to follow the path that's given to us. Most spiritual. Most spiritualities say that you know you have a path before you, and you have to follow it to. Right. What's truest to you, I think a lot of faiths and spiritualities will agree. And that's and that's a thing, too, where that you, you have to – so when you accept yourself, you're accepting who you are. You're accepting all your flaws and everything. That is a truth. That is a mm-hmm. fundamental mm-hmm. truth of the human condition, where you're accepting who you are as a person, okay. and that's mm-hmm. what matters first.
0: I like this kind of talk.
1: Um, I'm, I'm glad, um, because I always believe Well, that's that, why I podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For these conversations. Yes. So – Watch out! There's a new kid on the block. Ooh. Um there is. DV Daniel yeah. Vincent. New kids on the block. DV repping the G. Johnny's food makes me sick. Yeah, summer oh, yeah. summertime girls. LFO. Anyway, um, throw back. So not Thursday. That was Tuesday. No, Throwback exactly. Tuesday. That's okay. Um. So back to what we were talking about. So so for me. For me, I always believe that I am one with the universe and the universe is one with me. Okay. Um whether that's a good or not mantra. whether or not people believe that's if God is the universe or not. Super expansive, but yes. I like it. Um that is that's up to them. Um Okay. Right.
0: I, I think I think everyone has pro- I think a lot of people in the queer community have very strong feelings about this topic, so if you get some backlash, don't worry about it. I think just a lot of people have been a lot of people in our community have been mm-hmm persecuted right by religious organizations right and i have because to, of who they are
1: i have to i i have a story about so when it's,
0: it's interesting but mm-hmm. also good that you have your own strong spirit spirituality yes that you are confident in but right. i think i think a lot of i i, I hate to say you know because you go back to logic and reasoning 101 and everything it's you know i'm i'm loath mm-hmm. to say most many some but i i feel like mm-hmm. i feel like the narrative most of the time for the queer community, is that organized religions, especially in the West, are more often than not extremely prejudiced against.
1: Oh, of course, the and there's community. no doubt about that. Even here in in the Northeast, there's still a lot of um, controversy with religion. I mean, there's yeah, i I'm sorry, I keep bumping into you. No, guy. it's okay. Like so, uh, and I can uh, and I can agree and relate to this because when I turned mm-hmm. twenty one and I came out with my spiritual enlightenment. Um, what ended up happening to me was I was curious about theology, and I ended up mm-hmm. I ended up getting involved with a uh, I'll say quote unquote cult um, because what ended up happening was is that this oh I, yeah I think you had mentioned this to our circle of friends before yes this particular okay. group um, this is a wild story I'm not so. going I'm not going to I don't want to offend anybody with their religion religious beliefs or anything um, but it was a particular group of Christians that I did not appreciate them coming into my life, trying to force the Bible on me and trying to tell me that being gay was a sin. Um, I mm-hmm. felt very spiritually violated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, And, and you know, it's taken me three years to get up from the rabbit hole. Yeah. So um, I don't want people feeling like I, I want people to understand. I want the gay community and the trans trans community to understand that there is a way out. And through that way out is by, um, you know, talking to the people who you care most about, be, whether it be a friend, whether it be some, even if it's a stranger. Let's say that you've met and you've talked to on the train, um, and you trust that person, or let's just say, like you know, if you have a, a really good friend um, who's also who's also gay or who, who or who's trans, and and in whichever way, these are the people that are going to be the most accepting of you because they identify with you they live with you in your struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you have these sort of struggles, I feel that it's important to be able to have empathy in these situations yes. um, and to talk to people about it. And I know that's very hard right now.
0: No, well, we need more allies. Yes. We need more allies. For anyone that's not part of the LGBTQIA community, this is how you be an ally. You support your queer friends. Yes. That's all. The other thing, too. As, as, as. hmm as hard as you can, um, and that can be at varying levels. But being a good ally means, I think, at its very core, I think at minimum, no prejudice. Well, that whatsoever. Too. Well, I think I think that's kind of a I think that's a prerequisite. Yes, mm-hmm. but I think I think what makes you what makes someone an ally mm-hmm. is the second that someone sticks up for someone, the, the second that a someone who is cisgender or heterosexual that's not part of our community mm-hmm. um are very broad and expansive and inclusive community mm-hmm. the second that someone that is just an ally mm-hmm. defends someone that is important to them that is part of the queer community that's mm-hmm. when they become an ally right so someone that says i'm an ally but they don't really do anything about it they don't really have any queer friends or they don't they don't stick up for injustices as they appear, whether ally. it's on the internet or in person. Right. To be a good ally means to actually if if you see and Jordan sat right here where you're sitting and said the same thing that if you see casual, not so casual, transphobia, homophobia, etc., any type of, of, of prejudice, speaking up, saying something, just being like, Hey, that's really not cool. Right. That makes you an ally. And that's, that's, and then there's a lot of other things you can do. You can campaign, you can donate to different, um, GoFundMes that, you know, for, there's a lot of, a lot of individuals in the queer community who are really suffering and who actually legitimately don't have money or, or, and actually seriously need help, you know, you can, or even you can donate to organizations like the Trevor Project or the It Gets Better Project. Um, and there is, you know, the, the, the National Human Rights Campaign, there's so many different, you know, campaigns and organizations that you can donate to. Right. And sticking up for, you know, homophobia, transphobia, when you see it, that's what makes you an ally. And then doing more than just one of those things makes you a great ally.
1: And by the way, being an ally doesn't mean, doesn't just mean to stick up for your, for your fellow, fellow gays and mm-hmm. fellow trans. It's also about, you know, really or getting... your friends
0: who are gay or trans.
1: Right, really getting to understand the, the, the friends that you have because... Um, and under-
0: yes, understanding is important.
1: Well, it's also to it's also to get into the um, into the em- empathetic regions of, um, really the emotional aspect. It's really about uh, that's I call that a fundamental. Um, it's it's more of a fundamental issue because, again, these emotions are not being surfaced properly. These they're not being taken care of properly. Um, it's important, I think, for those of us who have empathy, who know what it's like to be knocked down and then come back up. It's our responsibility. To help these these people who the, even the younger generations, it's it's up to us to help them. I think understand that they're not alone.
0: Because yeah, you know,
1: solidarity. I mean, it's it's really important because you know, like I I was a little I, I think you remember like when we were first when we first started chatting. Um, it was like three years ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I really Two or three years ago, yeah. And I really didn't understand anything about trans. I knew everything about me. Like no, oh, I'm no, glad one, I could knowing everything about being, what it's like Educate to be gay and, and everything. Form. Exactly. You know, like, I got to know you. See, guys, the thing is, is you got to get to know somebody as a person first and not necessarily look at the label. Because mm-hmm. when you're looking at someone through yeah, a label, too. that's like, that's also like saying, like, um, from a fashion perspective, I'm going to look at you and judge you based on how you how you dress. Mm. But, you know, maybe, maybe you're dressing creatively today. Like, that's why I look at things artistically now, because I feel that, you know, people dress different, they behave differently, and it's beautiful. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to see somebody behave differently than, than yourself. So just bottom line here is just to not, uh, not allow yourself to be um, prejudiced, allow yourself to be open-minded, and um, being, be around like-minded people, and, you know, support your, support your fellow gays, and Support your fellow trans. Support your
0: fellow gays. Absolutely. So, and your fellow trans.
1: And you did help me though. You really helped me, I think, to understand more about trans people. Oh, good. Because I'm good. Good, I'm glad, is what I meant to say. Yes. Because it's important, you know, guys? Like just just because meet a really ally. Meet a really awesome feminist who likes to go to conventions with you. That's me. And then laughs at you because you're drunk at three o'clock in the morning playing a game.
0: Oh, that's just that's just, because, that's just because your laugh is okay uh, So, so what was that game that we were playing?
1: Uh, I think it was like, um, am I allowed to swear or no? No.
0: Uh, if it, if it's if it's in the name of the game, then yes.
1: I believe it's um, either messed up friends or it's oh, it's it's,
0: it's messed, up messed up friends. Messed up friends. We
1: were playing that, and I and I had a I little. Think? I think I had a little too much to drink, and I just had a really fun time, and I was just laughing so hard.
0: We had a noise complaint. We had the two. Hotel. There were two noise two complaints, complaints in
1: the whole entire convention, like and the we, time we were there, and, and we, we, were we were one were of, one of them. them. Sorry, Az. Meanwhile, Michael—they're Michael, having too much fun. Michael Tatum is still hot. Jay Michael Tatum. Yeah. Ch- Chad. Chad Michael. Chad Michael.
0: Jay Michael Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be, no. Although they—they they did make a Chad and Tatum joke.
1: Yes, they did. Our little joke is we call him Chad because that's funny. Chad but um michael Tatum. but yeah j michael Tatum. he's a he, he's good he's he's somebody i appreciate in the anime community yeah so.
0: so that anime convention was pretty awesome jordy was just on the show and we talked about basically we just did a full aac recap so yeah but we did go together so last episode's co-host jordy and i went together with daniel mm-hmm. and also our friend eve and jessica
1: yep and it was a lot of fun um it was one of these, it's one of these, one of the reasons I go is because it's a really good experience and it's nice to be around people. And my we, Boston's coming up too. Oh, I'm so excited. I won't be dressing up for that because I'm doing probably um, cosplay operations again or con, op, con ops again.
0: It, it is it is nice to be around. It is nice to be around other like-minded nerds though, which is the whole point of this podcast, the LGBTQIA friendly nerd cast.
1: And we're totally weebs, just so out. you know. Oh
0: my God. It's it's in the intro, yeah. and of course that weeb ish, <laughs> <laughs> just a little weeb, you know. Yeah, weird flex, just but okay. <laughs> yeah, no. So there's a um, I'm on a uh, Discord server for the Wormrest Accord server in World of Warcraft, and the Discord server has you know, 30 different categories, and there's one at the very bottom, and it says it's weeb quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> and, funny. And anyone anyone that talks about that talks about anime or Japanese video games imports is immediately
1: uh, switch to the Weeb Quarantine Channel. Kawaii <laughs> I'm such a Weebu because I uh, speak a little Japanese. Uh, totally. That's okay. Actually, I think we both do. you you but you've been, been studying Japanese more than me, so I'm okay. getting to that point. Manadeimas. So. What I should have said. It's, okay. I,
0: it's, I'm, it's not. I, I use Duolingo, so it's not, I didn't take it at a college campus. So.
1: See, I, I no longer use Duolingo. I'm actually using another app, which if I grab my phone, I can tell you exactly what it is. It's actually really interesting because what it does is. It al- I do have the Genki textbook, though. It allows you to. Yeah, I have an English to Japanese dictionary. But what it does is it allows you to see Japanese people speak to you um, in the way that the word is supposed to. Uh, be pronounced. It's called oh. Memories or Memrise or something.
0: Oh, yeah. That's actually recommended by uh, Bridgewater State University as mm-hmm. a learning app.
1: I actually so um, maybe I'll
0: have to look that up.
1: I believe it's like $18. I think, I'm sorry. I think it's $8 oh, for the first month and then like for the whole year it's like 53 or $56 depending. I have setting powder all over my love jacket. Huh. That's, okay. that's nice. Um, because like, for example, I didn't know how to say I'm hungry and now I know how to say I'm hungry. Onaka so okay. ga suitemasu. teimasu. It's pretty cool. Um, anyway.
0: ga suite imasu.
1: or if you say, I'm not hungry, you say, ga suite so mm-hmm. "masen" is like the negative the for, negative. Yeah. Yep. So, so you know that, um, but, um, but yeah, so I definitely think, you know, going back to where we were, um, it's definitely important, I think, especially in today's world where people are kind of crazy. If we're going to be, if we're going to be divided, um, you know we might as well just lay down our we might as well lay arms and do nothing like we might as well just stop lay, lay arms may, meaning like we might as well just put our lay
0: lay down our arms yeah lay down okay. our arms
1: we might as well just not do anything and just let people walk all over let's us let's lay arms together yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> so okay back to absolutely
0: correct be a good ally the trans community and the gay community we need to work together absolutely 100% I think we were going to mention that there is, you know, a bit of a fractured relationship between the gay community and the trans community. Yes, we were. But that's not really important. It, it is, but it isn't. But what's important is that Daniel and I are sitting here right now and we're telling you that we all need to work together. Solidarity, mm-hmm. whether you're gay, lesbian, non-binary, bi, pan, if you're just an ally, trans, any type of trans. You have the trans flag back there. Trans man, trans woman, non-binary, gender fluid, gender flux regardless asexual queer questioning intersex i think i hit all of them yeah pretty much or anything else if you're one of my lovely unicorns we should we all are in this together pride 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 we cannot do this alone the trans community needs to work with the rest of the pride community and we need to help each other
1: well, i think the gay ha- the gays have an obligation have to been, work with you too there have been some issues you know there have been some
0: big issues and oh, you yeah. can, all you got to do is use google and yep. you can find all kinds of articles and
1: no stereotyping guys. No right. stereotypes. Do not believe any of the stereoty- stereotypes. Unless of course you come across somebody who just is a little confused on what their gender might be or and then they're struggling with that, that's a different situation. But um, you know, no stereotypes. You know, I I'm I'm not this um really flame like I'm not this super flamboyant. No, you're just a pure, like, in, normal person that exactly. just happens to be gay. Yeah. You know, like, I'm me, I behave how I am, you know, I'm, a lot of, I've had it in the past where people are like, oh, well, you don't act super flamboyant, or, you know, your voice is too deep, it's like, okay, but you don't necessarily have to behave that way no, to you're, be gay.
0: You're into, so. you're into drag, but you're also into being queer, part of the queer community. I feel like you have a broader sense of understanding, a broader sexuality, a broader identity, right. rather than just gay man who does drag, because you're, you do, you do these cross plays, and then you do... So, so as as a cis man, yes. you can say crossplay. Yes. Um. I think if you're saying to, I think if you're saying that a trans woman is doing a crossplay, um, I wouldn't call her a tra- like so. That, well, the, so mm-hmm. that can be so if you, that can be presumptuous and problematic. Yes. So if if you're ever in doubt, just ask. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not hard to ask someone what their pronouns are, whether or not they're you know whether or not they're trans, you know ask them about their cosplay
1: exactly exactly it's important to understand that you know you have to look at it from their from their emotional perspective too because mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on with them you don't have an idea right. of you just know ask. what's going on in their head either just ask so you know so
0: yeah okay so yeah so stick together solidarity we can do this we can do this y'all we can Thursday. definitely
1: do this listen if Aaron and I We're can everybody can do yep. this
0: so oh, Democrats control the house now yeah. oh geez yeah that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I think we're gonna see some, hopefully, some uh, some progress mm-hmm. in the civil rights front.
1: Yeah. Personally, I'm independent. All time. I, I'm independent mainly because Denver, like, yeah. Well, because
0: democratic uh, independent just people need to well th- well in Massachusetts there are a lot of Massachusetts Republicans which is different than. Right, Republican. Republicans because they don't necessarily who support, have who support trans people. They
1: don't necessarily have Wait, like, Massachusetts is unique. They don't necessarily, even though they're Republican, they don't necessarily have um, all of the same Republican views as the rest of the Massachusetts. Republicans
0: are different then, and yeah. I think that other Republicans in other part of the country can learn from Massachusetts Republicans because there's a pretty significant number of mass Republicans who are very liberal, in a way, yeah, they, who are very well, uh, who are very supportive of the queer community.
1: Yeah, well, that's what that's and, what I meant and, when I said and, liberal, and not,
0: and not just uh, okay. And, yeah. and they just don't say it. They actually, they actually vote on and enact policy that helps to protect members of the trans community. Right. So I think, like I said, a lot of other parts of the country can learn from ma- a lot of re- Republicans in other part of the country can learn from the example that the mass Republicans are setting.
1: Right. I think. That, so, I think the different, the main difference. We're getting too far between, into politics. We need to start talking about anime. I know. Yeah. No. The only, uh, I'm agreeing with you, and that I think the rest of the country could learn a thing or two about republicans because i think they I like under- that we're getting
0: very assertive the point where we're banging on the table now oh,
1: sorry it's just because i do believe that they understand that it's not about their personal beliefs it's about the beliefs of all it's about everybody being um in, in almost in a, in a basically in a safe environment is what it comes down to because yes you know you have to not look at it from that little narrow hole in the wall. You have to look at the whole big picture, and is this really going to be safe for everybody, or is this only going to be safe for the Sa- few? Yeah, exactly. So. Safety is important and, for and, policy. And, y'all, that's the difference between Massachusetts and, I think, in New England in general, as opposed to the rest of the country. Yes. So
0: Speaking of Nerdcast... <laughs> I-
1: I, I have, got my I got I, my Neon Genesis Evangelion I've shirt this, on. I've got a shirt have got uh, that, sweater on from Omacat. Oh you've this got is, that weeb trash. It's it's totally weeb trash. And actually, there's Me a. Too. You know what's really funny? They just came out with a new um, with a new um, like uh, bomber jacket, and it says weeaboo Mother Effer." So I'm really excited oh to buy God. that.
0: Because okay, I am. So, I'm weeaboo trash. So what animes are you watching right now? What's 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 in your current queue for anime?
1: Oh, gosh. Actually, it's like it has nothing to do with anime, but it has. it's kind of related to somebody who likes anime. And I don't know if you're familiar with Rebecca Sugar with Steven Universe at all.
0: Oh, I'm familiar, but I haven't really watched.
1: Uh, I'm into that. Well, I have I actually really been watching it. Castlevania on Netflix, which okay. is a little bit newer. Yes, that is anime so. style. Is that made by an American company? I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. I can probably double can. check. It's, but... it's. I actually added
0: it to my list because I love Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. I got it when it was on the Xbox when uh, words I got it when it was on the Xbox arcade.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, there is another anime that's actually really good that I recommend. Okay. Um, it's called Kakegurui, and it's actually
0: Kakegurui. Okay. What's that?
1: Um, so Kakegurui is a anime that takes place in a, in an academy. It's a private academy. Um, Oh,
0: more academies. Okay. Academy trope,
1: but the, yeah, kiss, kiss, fall in love. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, not Oron oh High School, goodness. but basically what this anime is based off of is... is the host club. Yeah, it totally. You play... What it is is you play... Uh, the school is ba- is known for their gambling. And so what you do is um, you see this girl named um, Yumiko Jibami. She's the main character. Okay. And throughout the whole entire anime, she's battling all of the student council. So she, basically in terms of battling, she's like... She's gambling. She's risking to gamble everything. So basically she has a fetish where... She likes to gamble and she loves risking oh. everything. Okay. Um, Interesting. It's, it's weird flex, but okay. Weird, definitely weird flex. But it, but y'all, if you ever seen Cowboy Bebop, Beep, Bebop, Bebop, wow. one of my
0: favorite animes of all time. The have,
1: anime intro to Cowboy t-shirt. Bebop is very Tank? similar to Kage Bluie. Oh, Broomy. that's
0: what you were showing me at the convention. Okay, it yes. Is. Okay. It's, it's very is.
1: similar. It's it's got a it's got a very neat intro, and it sounds very much like so Cowboy you said, Bebop. You said
0: Kage Bluie.
1: Ka- Kage Gurui.
0: Oh, oh, G as in yeah. Okay.
1: So Kage and then Gurui
0: gurui, Okay. Height. What does that mean? Oh my god. Um. This is this is too weeby now. We
1: need to, we need to sound the weeb alarm. Yeah, we really do because you know. So uh, I don't think anybody really knows, but Aaron and I have been trying to study for. We've been studying Japanese um, for a while because initially. So initially, we're. Um. I was trying to go with her to go to Japan
0: next year. I don't even know if we're gonna make it this year. I don't. Year.
1: I, I think we're gonna have to plan it for twenty twenty. Yeah. For the new decade. Um, okay, I'm okay I'm, with that. Yeah, I mean it's it'll be a little bit easier. Told I'll all
0: my friends in Japan I was coming back, which is the great thing about actually going with a with a school with a study abroad program. You actually make lifetime friends.
1: Eat ball. That means oh go. <laughs> oh
0: boy, oh Daniel, what are we gonna do with you?
1: <laughs> Let's go to Japan, so, peeps.
0: I'm pretty boring. Uh, I'm just watching My Hero Academia. Yeah, I'm my boyfriend We're watching it.
1: I like Either. I like my Hero Academia and the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, oh my god! da Yeah, sorry, I like that scene.
0: You were expecting a podcast, but no, it was me, Dio. Ah. So JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, My Hero Academia, and Fairy Tale and Food Wars Shokugeki no Soma are I've my seen four f- favorite. And because I, I, I send you Ooh. clips all the time,
1: I think I've. So, so there, there's a particular anime that I watch. I'm not sure if it's Food Wars, but it's like there's this kid who just came from like nothing and he like knows how to cook super well and i think they're food in wars a, is it food wars food Wars. i think i've seen that whole Crunchy thing. roll right no i actually oh. watch it on watch watch um watch cartoons online which is it, oh my god it has everything it has anime oh, oh my goddess excuse me I, I, yeah, that,
0: that's a hard habit oh it's, my goddess it's got that was a good anime too by the way oh my goddess
1: oh yes it's got subs and dubs it's got cartoon network stuff on it. It's even got like oh, okay. Nickelodeon n- Nickelodeon stuff like Rugrats and Are monsters and stuff from the nineties. Oh my goodness. Rocko's Modern Life? Rocko's Modern Life, yeah. My I favorite actually, anime
0: is Cory in the House.
1: My favorite anime is Avatar the Last Airbender. No,
0: that's a did you ever see the uh the Wii video from Joji from
1: No, but you know what I've seen that's even more cringy? Sugoi Quest for Kokoro. No, the um that's a cringy, cringy YouTube series
0: <laughs> filthy filthy Frank joji is the i think I think I think his hip hop project is just called Joji, but Filthy Frank has a video about like mm-hmm. what is a what is a weed and
1: what makes you qualified is, to be a weeb.
0: yeah, and it, it, it it's basically like him trolling everyone mm-hmm. and i I think he said his favorite animes were Toy Story three, Cor in the house,
1: troll la 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 la. La Toy, la la la.
0: Toy Story three, Cory in the house, and there was it was another like cartoon that he mentioned. But...
1: Yo, there's a lot of memes on Cory in the house. Like it's so funny. And actually, I, I gotta show you this. There's just one. There is this one meme that's just like I'm gonna show it to our viewers too. I just have to find it. It's a Spongebob meme and it's super good While you're funny.
0: doing that, um, just to segue quick into gaming, are you looking forward to any games coming out right now or are you playing any
1: games? Yes, so I am so looking freaking forward to Kingdom Hearts three. I have been waiting for like ten to twelve years okay. for that game to Kingdom come Hearts out.
0: 3. Free. Kingdom Hearts three. Not gonna be free, but <laughs> Okay. Don't don't show that to that camera. That is it's 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 Patrick from Spongebob wearing a skirt. It's pretty funny, but
1: sorry. It's okay. If that was inappropriate, I apologize. No, it's fine.
0: It's fine. It wasn't inappropriate. We crossed so many boundaries on the show.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. There was another anime that I watched that was really good. It's... Um, but... Uh, oh, yeah. We were talking about video games. My apologies.
0: No, that's okay. What was the anime you going to say? I was just going to say Kingdom Hearts 3 is pretty... I mean, it has anime elements to it.
1: Oh, yes, it does. It's, with the, the three
0: villains with the dark suits that look like... Sephiroth copies?
1: So basically, that is Organization thirteen and organization they are 13. not Final Fantasy knockoffs, believe it or not. Okay,
0: I think I think Jordy was trying to explain it to me, and I was thinking, yeah.
1: So basically what it is, is that the organization is an organization of people who lost their hearts, which are called Nobodies. Now, Nobodies are people who have no hearts, and Sora got turned into a Heartless at one point in Kingdom Hearts 1. And what happened was, since he got turned into a Heartless, Roxas became a thing. Roxas okay. is the 13th member of Organization 13. I'm. That's okay. <laughs> you're, you're talking about Kingdom Hearts and I'm yawning. I'm sorry. Not, no, it's I okay. It. <laughs> basically, to kind of sum I'm it up. i yawning at you. Uh, basically, to sum we it up. We are
0: over time, though. We've got three minutes left. Okay, yeah.
1: Okay. So ba- just to sum it up. Yeah. So to sum it up, it's basically um, Sora needs to. Sora in the third game, in the last final game, needs to get everybody's hearts back. So he needs to get Sheon, Roxas. He needs to get Aqua out of the. Out of the realm of darkness, blah blah. He just basically has to go through all the worlds again and like destroy Heartless and, um, and you know, save all his friends. It's basically the, the okay.
0: You know, I've not played a single lot. Kingdom Hearts game ever.
1: You probably don't want to, in my opinion. It's a lot. There's seven I've games heard, and you I've have to play a, them in a specific order.
0: Big commitment to it's a actually huge commitment. Yeah.
1: It's t- Aaron, it's taken me since 2006.
0: Although, I th- although I think that my three and a half year old would be really interested in game like Kingdom Hearts Three because it's got all the Disney characters that he Oh yeah, so he
1: would. So maybe I could get it just.
0: Maybe I could get it just because I have a three and a half year old.
1: Disney's a huge so. thing in that game series, so definitely. Going, going
0: back to Weeby stuff though, so Valkyria Chronicles Four, amazing. It got a nine out of ten on Angry Joe. Mm-hmm. So it's a Japanese import that it's been several several years since the last Valkyria Chronicles game, but it is a. No, it's not. It's not real time strategy, but it's a third person strategy tactics game mm-hmm. and you have all your units it's kind of, it's basically like a board game and at first i was like okay do i have a timer but you have an unlimited amount of time per turn mm-hmm. to actually position your units and move your units on the map it's just like it's basically like anime world war ii mm-hmm. in a board game
1: so which is really cool in my opinion yes
0: uh and that's my that was my i, I, I want to cosplay all the girls so bad
1: there's, you know what? It's funny because like, even though it's not anime, I, I was really into My Little Pony. I was a brony at one point. Oh my god! Um, and you know, well, on that note, we're actually <laughs> oh. no, we actually are out of time. So okay. you were
0: you you were a brony.
1: Yeah, basically to sum that up, um, what got me into cross dressing and what got me into cross play was um, actually Rarity from My Little Pony. She's a fashion designer, so that's why I dress up as her. And she has a really okay. she's all about generosity. So
0: okay right. so so not not trans because as a cis gay man, you're Sort of gender flux, right? Your, you, you experiment with crossplay and drag. I would say right? Those are your things.
1: I would say I'm a drag queen. I okay. would put it that way. Okay. Okay. Cool.
0: Right. Makes sense. So ESP, Daniel Vincent, zero one nine, I think. If not zero two zero. Yeah. And I would like to come back too. Yes. Oh, I'd love to have you back. This is awesome. Yeah. We once can... we once we started going with the flow, you're actually pretty good at. Yeah. Going back and forth, so. The banter.
1: Lots of banter. The good ha, banter. ha, ha,
0: Yes. Well, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for tuning in, my lovely unicorns. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to add? Closing,
1: final thoughts? Um, I, would just solidarity. Say, I would just say solidarity, stay true to yourself, and find that one person that matters Hashtag to you pride. most. So. All right.
0: ESP019 or 020, <laughs> wherever we are. <laughs> thank you for tuning in. We will see you in two weeks. Thank you, my lovely unicorns. I love you all. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.